Attention all patriots, it's time for the Signal 50 podcast, where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events. Welcome everybody to the Signal 50 podcast. It is Sunday, February 14th, 2021, and holy crap is it cold and crappy outside. How about you, Bravo? How are you this evening, my friend? It's still cold and crappy, but it's warm because we have Innocent Man playing by Billy Joel. That's what I keep hearing in my earphones right now. <laughs> well, that being said, we've got a pretty much a loaded show for you tonight. We're really excited to be here with you this evening. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We've got an audience out there already. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, tonight, we've got a lot of things we're going to talk about. I'm sure everyone's heard about uh, Gina Carano and uh, and her and her story of, of cancel culture. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's a big part of why we're doing what we're doing is exercising our right to free speech and expression uh, and why we do unfortunately have to uh, keep sort of a low profile uh, so we don't wind up getting canceled because we don't have a safety net like Gina Carano might have. And then we're going to be talking about uh, something we've tried to avoid a little bit, uh, which is the whole impeachment, the whole show trial that just uh, concluded, which was quite disgusting. And then we're going to circle back to our friend, Jen Psaki. She's just <laughs> fantastic, isn't she? Circle back to that yeah. one. We'll have a and, treat for you. Too. Kind of something to laugh about. Yeah, we find a little humor out there. There's some people out there that are far more creative than we are, and we're just going to shamelessly mm -hmm. plug their stuff. So we're also <laughs> going to talk about those idiot losers. And I mean losers at the Lincoln Project. Mm. Oh, gross. Oh, they, are they losers? Let me tell you. Oh, and, they're and horrible. How, how immoral and how, uh, how full of it they were. <laughs> Everything they accused the president of doing, they did themselves. So we're going to call them out on it, and we call BS on them. How's that? Absolutely. So we're going to save that for a little bit longer. We're probably going to run over an hour easily tonight. So everybody hold on, get a cup of coffee, go up, uh, you know, bio break if you need one. Uh, if you want to sit there or just take us with you into the can, which is fine. We don't mind. We're not offended. And, and, and one of my favorite stories is de Blasio and Cuomo are starting to eat each other alive. And it looks you like... It, well, not. It looks like it looks like Cuomo uh, could be in a he little bit of trouble. Well, what I was meaning was, you know, when they when they have no one else to go after, because they go have after themselves, they're going to go after themselves. Or if the DOJ is starting inquiries, we'll get into that a little bit later in the show. But uh, that's something to look forward to to see two um, arch enemies uh, go at. You know, they finally had it with each other, and. The heat came on, and now they're they're throwing throwing each other under the bus and backing it up three times. So, anyway, absolutely. Hey, we've got some listeners in the in the chat comment area. So, thanks a lot, everybody. Knuckle cakes from Jamesville in the house. Mm. Drew Bradley, how you doing, Drew? Sean Webb, don't know who you are, but welcome. Thanks for joining us this evening. So without further ado, let's get right into it. What do you think there, Bravo? Where do you want where do you want to start? Well, let's start with I think I think the Gina Carano story was was starting out and when I first heard about it, I got really angry about it. And here's the reason why. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, always have been, 
uh, it was thanks to my dad. He brought me to see Star Wars back in 78. Again, I'm dating myself, 77 when it came out. But by the time my dad said, oh, we're not going to wait for the lines, he took me after the summer when it all started dying down. But I remember seeing the movie, got hooked, loved it ever since. And um, I'm, I'm, I consider myself a Star Wars nerd. You already knew that, Alpha, and you get it. Well, this so, was this was kind of this was kind of the thing of our generation. Mm, oh, I I I this was up with the, the books, and the video games, oh, and yeah. everything. This was the so, the fantasy movie franchise of our lifetime, right? And George Lucas, who's the creator, actually George Lucas, um, I used him as a as a example of someone I admire because he came up with all the technology and the movie making techniques. Um, everything that he he came up with, we're seeing in movies today. But anyway, fast forward to today, Disney buys out uh, Lucasfilm. Uh, the the leader of that organization now uh, uh, called Kathleen Kennedy. She basically lied to George Lucas uh, in, in terms of how she was going to run it. She has an agenda. She has her own um, social justice warrior nonsense going on. Uh, if anyone watched the last three movies, it was a, it was a total mess um, in terms of storyline and consistency of story. In uh, anyway, so I my my whole thing has always been uh, uh, Star Wars uh, four, which was a New Hope came out in seventy seven, Empire Strikes Back nineteen eighty, and Return of the Jedi nineteen eighty three, and then you go back to the prequels. They're not bad either. I like them um, one, two, and three. When they came yeah, out, but was, that but that whole Jar Jar Banks thing, that that I mean, come on, that was George Lucas trying to be funny. So I, you know, I I know I'm not that funny either. But anyway, he he was That's trying to be funny. funny. But to see Darth Vader rise and and the fall of Anakin Skywalker, all phenomenal. You hit you hit the uh, rise of uh, the the rise uh, the Force aw uh, Awakens. Eh, it was a rehash of the of Star Wars Episode Four from '77, and then. They call Ryan Johnson. He was the director of The Last Jedi. You call him Ruin Johnson because he ruined the, the series and basically took Luke Skywalker's character and made him a, uh, a loser. Uh, and, and it pained me to watch that movie. It was terrible. Long story short, um, they, Disney comes up with uh, uh, Disney+. Plus. This Mandalorian series I've been watching, looking forward to all the time. Absolutely love it. Uh, they've done great writing because of John Favreau, and also um, uh, uh, there's another the creator of Clone Wars, uh, Dave Filoni, who did Rebels. Watching all, I can tell you about it. I can bore you to tears, but basically, um, this uh, this awesome actress Gina Carano, I I've known her from Deadpool, <laughs> which was hilarious. She was, um, what, what was her character in Deadpool? I, I forget the name of her character, but she basically was um, very uh, like this strong woman, basically could kick uh, Deadpool Angel. all over the place. Angel. Angel. Yeah, Thank you. Angel. Um, phenomenal. Superhero character. landing. Superhero <laughs> landing. And she nailed it. But in the, in the Mandalorian, she plays uh, uh, Cara Dune. Uh, a rebel shock trooper. She has a whole storyline. She lost people from Alderaan when the Death Star blew it up. Uh, awesome story. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Also, Gina Carano has, uh, has, uh, is not afraid to say what's on her mind. She's not afraid to stand by what she says. And 
she was um they couldn't fire her my guess was because kathleen kennedy didn't like strong women she they wanted uh, uh narratives and they wanted uh, uh bs kind of storyline social justice warrior nonsense gina carano wasn't going to have any of it i believe um when the pronouns thing came out uh you know when you put your pro i, I don't I'm a him. Don't even, you know, we talked about this before she put in her email because everyone wanted her to, to jump on board with this. And she puts be bop boop as a pronouns <laughs> and pissed off everyone in the social justice warrior land. And they couldn't fire her because it was right before the season two was coming out. And if anyone, I won't give you any spoilers, but it was an awesome story. Recently, Gina Carano was uh, and they came out and they fired her overnight. Basically, because she came out of the tweet saying, hey, you know, back in the back in the day when when in the, in the Holocaust, uh, the government uh, and the Nazis specifically. And this is what Gina Carano wrote, uh, because history is edited. Most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? Okay. So first of all, I don't have Twitter. You're canceled off of Twitter there, Alpha. I'm, so, I'm banned off of Twitter forever. But I heard this, and they fight, and Disney fires her for saying this. Okay? So they're blaming Gina Carano for going down this wrong road for bringing up the Holocaust. Look, I studied the Holocaust. I knew what it was. I, I understood what happened, why they used it. It was disgusting. I've been to the museum in Washington, D.C. Uh, look, what she's saying there, most people are saying she shouldn't have gone there. She shouldn't have done it. But blah, blah, blah. you know what? This woman is a strong woman. She's an out, she's an outstanding actress. She has she has um, wonderful values, wonderful morals. Her character in, in The Mandalorian, my daughter looked up to. She watched it with me, and and they're calling they're calling her out on this. Well, when this we're going to have holes. This is a, well, hold on a second. This is the perfect example of getting things. When you tell the truth, they're going mm -hmm. to beat you over the head with it. Oh. All to conceal their end game, right? And Gina Carano, God bless her soul, was not going to take any of their crap. <laughs> I don't think she takes anyone's crap from anything, but you I don't know. think so. Either. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't she in the UFC? Wasn't she a, wasn't yes. she a fighter? Yeah. Yes. She, she was one of the first women to actually not make it a sideshow. Uh, according to the article here, um, she, she basically, uh, brought forth, uh, actually, um, uh, she, she made her position very well known. She was one of the champs. So, yeah, uh, so you can kick my ass. I can just tell you that she, right she looks like she could bring the pain. But she's a very nice person. And you know what? Whether she wanted, you know, who, whatever. So it's not about the character, but it's about she was disrupting the narrative. People were paying attention to her because of what she could do, not because of what she was saying and not, you know, you know, and when is it that actors and actresses should really be in the middle of political firestorms? Well, in this day and age, I guess it is. However, so... What ended up happening was Disney, uh, Lucasfilm cancels her. Uh, this went out like wildfire. There's a lot of uh, Star Wars commentary shows and everything else. And basically, 
people started canceling their Disney Plus uh, subscriptions all oh, over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All in, in mass numbers. I mean, enough to make Disney consider. And there's a, there's a couple of videos of uh, makers. Uh, his name's Doomcock. It's on uh, YouTube. Talks about Star Wars. Really brings out the whole ruined Johnson stuff. Blah blah blah. Anyway, basically brings this up, and and basically there were Disney was going to bring her back. They're going to they're going to walk this back, okay? But it didn't come out. It didn't get that far. And the reason why is Gina Carano, uh, Ben Shapiro. Everyone knows Ben Shapiro from uh, the Daily Wire. And um, Gina, uh, Gina Carano was offered a role uh, a, as a producer and a job at the Daily Wire. Gina Carano comes out the next day and says, it's okay, everyone. Stand up for what you believe in. I'm just paraphrasing right now because I was like, it brought me to tears literally just because I felt bad for her. I thought it was nonsense. But Ben Shapiro has a, a you can go check out the Daily Wire. She, he talks about the video. And how they're building the X-Wings to take down the Death Star. I, I just lost it. I, I was like, wow, this is awesome. But Gina Carano is now has landed on her feet. Superhero landing. Just like Absolutely. you said. Absolutely. Tough on the knees, but she'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tough on the knees. Land, hits the landing. And she is going to be just fine. And she's gonna. she says her dream was to make a movie and direct it and be starring in it. God bless her. Go do it. I'll watch it. I'll support you. So God bless Gina Carano, she stood up and it all worked out in the end. So that was amazing. Yep. And this is how you fight cancel culture. That's right. Right there. This is exactly how it's done. And she had the opportunity to go ahead and do that. And she's going to, no offense, all these people, all these wokest of the wokiest, wokest people out there in the world, this woman and people like her. And people like you and people like me and our listeners, we're not going to put up with this. We're going to speak our minds. And you know what? I hope she breaks it off in their ass. And yep. she's successful and she keeps on going. Good for you, Gina Carano. Awesome. Awesome job. I don't know her. She's cool. She's cool chick. Yep. She was in Deadpool. So, you know, that's cool. Okay. And anybody out there, in case you hadn't noticed, Bravo's slightly into Star Wars. Just a little. A little. The force is alpha. Very. I hope so. I hope well, so. Well, you remember this when we were kids, you know. Oh, absolutely. About absolutely. I can never get so, to talk about as much as me. But that's right. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, it's it's a great series of, of movies and and God, the, the political correctness is just has just really ruined Hollywood. It's just ruined. It used to be just good entertainment. Could you imagine them trying to make a movie today like Blazing Saddles? Oh, they then we get canceled. <laughs> How about how about Spaceballs? Oh, that was how hilarious. About, how about anything that Mel Brooks has ever done? Yeah, they, he he could never do a movie like that right now. It's sad. It's totally ridiculously sad. When when, when that man finally passes, he's like 94, 95. I'm going to we're going to we're going to tip one to our, our our dead homie when he passes because he was he was quite the pioneer in his day too. So, mm -hmm. you know, that being said, Gina Carano, toast to you. Hats off. Good job. Ben Shapiro, thank you very much for giving her an opportunity. Really appreciate that. Um, she's, a good she's a good chick, and she'll she's, be all right. And she's going to be fine, but Ben Shapiro is a mensch, and he saw he it all the right away. Uh, it's a great story. And uh, you know what? It takes, like Dan Boncino says, it takes someone to stand up and start dancing. There's your dance right there. Drew, that was nasty, but true. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> so moving on, lots right. of stuff going on out there. So what are we going to talk about next? Let's so, let's move on a little bit. Yeah, let's move on to our, our least favorite topic. <laughs> well, uh, we just got done with the uh, uh, <laughs> impeachment nonsense. Impeachment 2.0. Impeachment right. 2.0. Ben Garrison, again, big fan. Uh, I brought this out before. Uh, when when uh, the, the election didn't go quite as well, because look who's in front. There's Pence with a big knife to stick in his back. And you got Barr to stick the knife in the back and everyone else back as you go backwards. Fox News is back there. Everyone's ready to go. Well, uh, they tried again to impeach yep. him. And yep. we will never know why. Uh, but I'm, I'm the celebrations have already gone on. Uh, so, and we have some some other things. But the 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 impeachment was was. Um, was absolutely disgusting when it comes to truth telling and uh, evidence presentation. Yes, uh, and and you have a story there you want to talk about the the lead uh, house manager should should be arrested for. Hold on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Right. Hold on. I, I know you're on a roll here, but let me let me let me throw something in here. Okay, so the the standards uh, for an impeachment trial are not necessarily the same as a criminal trial because this isn't a criminal process. Right. Okay, right. this is a political process. Now let's look at some facts. Donald Trump ceased to be the president at what was it noon on January twentieth? Correct. Unfortunately, yes. That's correct. Okay. So they filed articles of impeachment and they tried to impeach a man who was no longer the president of the United States. How does that work? The process of impeachment is to remove an official from office. Okay. So everybody understands. And you've got the dimmest of the dim bulbs, Jamie Raskin from mm. Maryland. Raskin. Comb your hair, you douchebag. <laughs> this guy is, he's a putz. Mm -hmm. Jamie Raskin is just an absolute putz. Mm -hmm. And he says in an interview and in statements, and, and you can check out the article on the Epic Times. We put it out on our Telegram page for the show. He called the impeachment because he was the impeachment leader. He was the, he was the guy. A democratic success in historical terms. <sighs> okay. <laughs> what he's talking about is it was probably the quickest impeachment ever. And they had the most people vote for impeachment, you know, in the House. And then they bring the trial to the Senate. And yes, knuckle cakes were getting there. They, they doctored all of the videos and all of the evidence, took things out of context, and they got absolutely clubbed like harbor. <laughs> Pardon me. <clears throat> they got clubbed like harbor seals. Okay. <laughs> you know, like with a paddle coming out of the ice, plack, you know, like whack a mole. Trump's lawyers took them apart. And in the end, they wanted to go ahead and call witnesses. They agreed, we're going to go ahead and call witnesses. We're going to have hundreds of witnesses. Even the senators voted on that, saying, "Yes, well, go ahead. You want to do witnesses until they said, yeah, we want three hundred, and yeah, we, we want three hundred. We want three hundred witnesses. And oh, oh, and guess who's uh, guess who's number one on the list? Pelosi, Nancy, Nancy Queen. Pelosi, Queen Nancy. And oh, they're like, no. oh, oh, Jesus, we can't do that. Oh, 
we can't do that. Yeah. So, so that all ceased, and then they wrapped it up into closing arguments like 10 minutes after they brought up Nancy Pelosi's name on the witness list, and they didn't want the trial to drag on for the next three years, which would have been fun because That's that right. would have put it the House, that would have put the Senate in absolute gridlock, yep. and those idiots would not have been able to go anywhere. <laughs> Even the vice president. Nobody would have been able to leave, period, full stop. When you start an impeachment, everything else stops. Yep. I would have liked to have seen it go on for a really long time. And they could have presented all this evidence about election all irregularities. Of all of it. So, you know, we've got a list of people that uh, need to be primaried and eliminated from the Republican Party. And I'm going to read the list. Please do. You've got Senator Burr from North Carolina. He's got to go. Bye-bye. Primary. Primary. Get him out of there. He's got to go. Cassidy from Louisiana. He was already censured by the Louisiana GOP. Not that that really means anything. I would just, if I were a part of the GOP in any of these states, the caucus in the states, a part of that uh, organization, I wouldn't give him any money for the campaign that was raised in the state. I would give it to somebody who was running against him as part of that. And you've got Collins of Maine. Oh, how'd she win? Can someone explain to me in Maine why you voted for this woman again? Oh, God. I know. She's horrible. Ben Sass from Nebraska. Ugh. Yes. What a tool bag. Toomey. Ugh. From Pennsylvania. What a, what a just a shithead. Yeah. And you've got Murkowski from Alaska. Ugh. Ugh. She's she just awful. For, how long is she back for? She's back for six years. You just got to realize. She's back for six, yeah. And you've got the ever-present carpetbagger from Utah, Mitt Romney. Mitt Mittens Romney. Mittens the Democrat. Yep. And so uh, recall him as, as possible. So we should make it our mission, you know, collectively to make sure they get primaried and they go nowhere near public office ever again. Ever again. I think um, I think the most uh, telling uh, video that we can show right now is how they doctored what the pre- what President Trump said at the uh, at the white at the White House rotunda was it the run the the rotunda they called it wherever he was giving his speech. Uh, so let's uh, let's play this so everyone can see. Roll that beautiful footage. And if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. Our exciting adventures and boldest endeavors have not yet begun. My fellow Americans, for our movement, for our children, and for our beloved country, and I say this, despite all that's happened, the best is yet to come. To come. So you saw where the where the managers cut, you know, like in a fight like hell, and they cut it and they moved on to some other nonsense video. But the president, in reality, said that all the last part of that. And he, was there any incitement of anything? No. However, let me show the uh, the video evidence of inciting riots and violence from the Democrats in their all own the footage. They're not going to stop. And, and everyone beware, because they're not going to stop. It is going to, they're not going to stop before election day. Before election November, day, November, November, and they're not going to stop after. That's Harris. 
please. And show please. me where it says that protest is supposed to be polite to be and peaceful. And peaceful. <laughs> It's a burning building in the background with cars burned out. This is just a snapshot. I'm proud of New York and I'm proud of the protests. People breaking things, burning police cars. Everywhere you look, honestly, it looks like a war zone. Heartwarming to see so many people turn out peacefully. Oh, yeah, Nancy. There's someone getting beat over the head with a stick. Schumer. Schumer, you can go up truck yourself. St. John's Church is on fire. Nadler wasn't paying attention to the video with all these people pulling things apart. They're not going to let up, and they should not. And they should not. Oh, Absolutely disgusting. That's right. And all the okay. comments that were talking back there, all of, there was things burning in the background. This were podcasts. Okay. Others. Okay. And people hold, hold on. Hold on. I lived in Minneapolis for 13 years of my life. I have a lot of friends that live there. There are roughly a thousand buildings that were burned during the George Floyd protests or riots. There were 60 to 75 police officers that were injured that are still not returned to duty from the summer. They're short 200 because a lot of people just quit. Okay, we'll talk about that in a minute. You had these people out there, all the city leaders out there with the protesters marching in the streets while they were burning an entire city down and nobody did anything from the Democrat side to stop it. They encouraged it. They burned an entire city to the ground and they terrorize people. This is insanity. Pure and simple. And that's all I have to say about it. These yep. people are absolutely disgusting. Yep. Who pays for that damage? We do. And I guess that the stimulus package they just passed, $1.9 I guess that's where some of the money's going. That money's going to bolster the failing pension funds. But mm. that's another story. Yep. yep. Anyhow, so this whole impeachment thing, was just an absolute scam and a sham. It's disgusting. You cannot impeach somebody who is no longer in public office. The only reason they wanted to try to do that was to keep him out of politics because in four years, he's going to be back. I think, he's, I think it made it stronger, made him very strong. And, uh, oh. and oh. people are... You know, they're it, it's basically taken it backfired, boomeranged right back into them. 
And oh, it absolutely did. They fell right into the trap. Mm-hmm. They fell right into the trap. Now, and unfortunately, it cost a lot of property and a lot of lives. And it was uh, it was it was all just it was just horrible stuff that went on all summer long. Yep. Scared the crap out of a lot of people. So those videos, just to give credit where credit's due, those videos were from the actual uh, uh, trial, uh, Senate trial. Uh, they used those uh, to defend the president. So it was on YouTube and everything else. Now, the 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 verdict came out uh, after they decided not to call <laughs> witnesses because, oh, I don't know. It's been a bad idea, right, Alpha? Let's let's call a uh, bunch of people up there to tell them how the Democrats are uh, causing all these problems. Um, and just as a side note, I think that people who are, were not paying attention like we do or like our audience does – finally got to see the real truth because the press didn't have a filter on it. There was no filter, any of this stuff, you know, like they're not, there's no narrative. There's no narrative to cover up the truth. No. And, and the, and the, as much as um, president Trump's defense team was being beat up in the press because they're boring and they're not doing it right. And they're no, 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 they, that was all part of it. And we don't have any of the video, but if you can get the video of the attorney after the verdict was given, and there was a CBS News anchor who was trying to get him to cater. He, he was like, I'm not political. I'm a trial lawyer. And what you're doing is disgusting. We should all be working together to get be- to make this country better and not divide it. So it was, it was quite a valuable video. We probably should have grabbed that too. But anyway, um, there, was, there, was some, uh, there was a nice little um, video that shows uh, – Nancy, the queen, having a temper tantrum <laughs> in front of everyone uh, because uh, she, she didn't get what she wanted. Um, and by the way, Nancy rushed this thing through the House, never had any hearings, never had any evidentiary hearings in the committees or anything like that. She just passed this thing and thought it was going to be a done deal. But turns out it wasn't. Let's, let's watch Nancy have her temper tantrum, shall we? Oh, these cowardly senators who couldn't face up to what the president did and what was at stake for our country are now going to have a chance to give a little slap on the wrist. We censure people for using stationery for the wrong purpose. We don't censure people for inciting insurrection. She's a little pissed. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe she should have made the last one a double just to relax a little more because yeah, she's a little, she's a little extra right there. Well, she's, um, she's a crazy person. Um, and she's playing a role and what she's trying to do is she's trying to make sure that Donald Trump can no longer run for public office and Mm. it failed. It failed miserably. And if, if I were Trump and his organization, if I were one of the Trump kids, Mm -hmm. I'd move my happy ass to Utah and I'd run for Mitt Romney's seat. Mm. How about that? How would that be mittens? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing he has some support out there or maybe it was the president that helped him, I think. If I'm not mistaken, when he got elected in uh, 17, 18, somewhere around there. Um, I don't recall specifically, um, but anyway. Yeah. 
Uh, they're they're horrible. This is all horrible, and it's all it was a show trial. It was a giant waste of our time and money. And these people really showed themselves for who they really are, and it's just really, really, really terrible. Mm-hmm. So moving forward, so let's talk about a little bit about um, what's going on with the current administration, uh, Biden's press secretary, and <laughs> what we're all missing from having the old secretary now. Kaylee McInerney, um, Sean Spicer wasn't bad. I, you know, he, he, um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put up, uh, my, my girl's picture here on the screen. Yeah. So All right ahead. Yeah. there we go. So here we have Kaylee McInerney. She came in with a binder. She was always prepared. She didn't take crap from anybody in this picture for our podcast listeners. Uh, she's holding up a check by Donald Trump of his salary that he would go ahead and donate to some, some department or something. And he never took a salary. Has Biden come out and done that? No. Um, <laughs> His paycheck says <laughs> people's Republic of China on it. The exactly. one he gets for, you know, the one he gets under the table. Right. So, you know, now, now we're stuck with, um, uh, Jen Sack and it, it's like night and day alpha. So McEnany, well-prepared, well-spoken, uh, didn't I, I loved, I love the binder. I love the binder. She had everything ready to go. Oh, when Acosta, press- Acosta, you wanted you wanted to bring that up, huh? That's on mm-hmm. page thirty-two with the binder. Flip the page and let me show you why you're an idiot. <laughs> All, hey, what can I tell you? She did her job and did it well, and I think she's she awesome. Was an inspiration to everyone who ever wanted to be a press press. Well, secretary. she was she was the editor. She was the editor of Law Review. Uh, um, at, I think at Harvard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was the. She was. The, <laughs> come on. I mean, I know some folks that are attorneys that were on law review, and these are these are super sharp people. And then mm-hmm. you have, oh yes, thank you. Then you have Raggedy Ann, <laughs> Raggedy Jen. Her, she's famous not because of being able to answer things well or really. You no, know, she doesn't know anything. It's not. It's no. like she goes out there, hasn't prepared for anything. Um, everyone knows Michael Knowles from the Daily Wire, um, and Raggedy Ann here has uh, uh, come up with a very famous saying. I'll circle back because she doesn't know how anything. And I'm finding out she not only does not circle back, but she never tells, she never follows up when she's supposed to follow up on. But here's a little song dedicated to her from Michael Knowles, who called her out on the, her nonsense. Here we go. Play the music. Her job. So instead, she circles back. I can, I'll circle back if there's more I can share with you. But I'll circle back if there's more to convey. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. We can circle back. I'm happy to circle back. So I can circle back. I will have to circle back on that one. But I'll have to circle back. Circle back, circle back, certainly circle back. I will have to circle back on that one. I hate to disappoint you, but <laughs> we'll have to circle back with you on that as well. <laughs> Um, there's a whole I video. Think all, I think I think we all get the picture, but <laughs> there's a whole basically. Video. She's got an IQ just slightly, maybe below room temperature. Maybe, but she. Maybe. she uh, I mean, she's embarrassed. She's an embarrassment. She can't. She doesn't have any. Well, that that. Well, maybe not. Here's here's what I think. And Ben Garrison, another great cartoon from Ben Garrison. This administration has no purpose. This administration has no. Uh, policies that they're trying to or they're when they want to share or they want to lead this is the clear example of what leaders should not be doing this is this is a, an administration that 
doesn't belong there in the first place. But that's my opinion. I'm just giving it. But that was, uh, she's the circular. Oh, she's circle. yeah, she's a circle jerk. All right, she's uh, <laughs> she's interesting. That one, she she's got kind of a sordid history. If you want to look back into the last administration, the Obama administration, she uh, she played a pivotal role in a lot of controversy. Mm. And she's basically uh, she's just nothing more than a liar. She was the Secretary <laughs> of State. Uh, she was uh, worked at the hell uh, the State Department. That's right. She was Hillary's uh, press secretary. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. The spinmeister in chief. Well. <laughs> yeah, these people, I mean, this is just nothing more than Obama's administration 3.0. Uh, they could have had 2.0 and 1.0 back. But now we're stuck with them again. Now we're now we're stuck with them again. We've got Obama for the third time in a row. Uh, not that he wasn't horrible the first two times. Now he's even worse because they really spent the last four years, five, six years, actually, figuring out how to do what they did. And mm. they did it. And to be honest with you guys, it is going to be incredibly difficult to see a Republican sit in the White House ever again. Unless they can fix the voting system. Well, the the way things are right now, that's not going to happen. It's got to happen at the state level, obviously. Um, yeah. But, you know. Well, there, there's, there are things happening. I mean, I, I, again, it may not be happening fast enough for me, I can tell you. But there are things happening. Um, but who knows? Again, we're, we're just calling. We're, we call balls and strikes here on the Signal 50 podcast. And we're just. I, I'm I'm a little more hopeful that they'll figure this out. They got there's some court cases still active, as despite what the press wants to tell you. Um, there there are things that can um, uh, can work out, maybe. And again, reality speaks out and says, eh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty okay. much. Yeah, I know you're you're the realist in the world. I get it. Me too, but. Uh, well, we'll see. All right. So, okay. So everybody, you know, we've got a lot of, we got a lot of people that listen to us that live in, in, in the formerly great state of New York. Um, mm. And we all know that your governor uh, in the state of New York, uh, he, he's not, you know, for, for a Democrat governor, he's, he's not in a unique company of being a dickhead. Mm. Um, he's, he's horrible. He's, He's terrible. The guy wins a daytime Emmy award for his press briefings, and he wrote, writes books about how he handled the coronavirus pandemic, and he took every opportunity to try to break it off in Trump's ass mm -hmm. uh, over all the help that uh, was sent to him and the respirators that were sent to him and mm -hmm. the the Mercy or the Comfort. I can't remember which one pulled up in Harbor, New York. I think it was the Mercy. Mm -hmm. uh, turning the Javits Center into nothing more than a, a huge ICU unit uh, mm -hmm. in, in absolute breakneck speed. Yep. I mean, how long did that take to happen? Like a week. A week. And they were all crying for, uh, you know, ventilators. And they were, you know, and this was at the beginning of the, the pandemic. I get it. Uh, and people were, you know. It doesn't they were, matter. It happened. It happened. He got, he asked for it. He got what he needed. The problem was. Uh, it seems that um, his policies were being done at such a breakneck speed without any real due diligence or understanding what unintended consequences meant. And he basically, well, let's 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 see what's going on here because 
the Epic Times has a huge story basically saying that the Blasio calls for full accounting of Cuomo's alleged nursing home death cover-up. What? You have two people going at each other? Aren't they Democrats and they're going after each other, Alpha? I don't get this. Well, Wilhelm down in New York City is under a considerable amount of heat himself. Okay. Mm. If if you go to New York City, I, I think Fifth Avenue is completely boarded up because of the mostly peaceful protests that the Democrats were very, very proud of. You know, mm. but, you know, it wasn't any kind of violence they were calling for. And then you've got Cuomo in the beginning of the pandemic takes sick people. Mm-hmm. And shoves them into nursing homes instead of sending them to the Javits Center or instead of sending them on to the Mercy or talking to the administration. The Mercy was never meant for uh, COVID patients. It was meant to handle the overflow from the hospitals for routine emergencies, broken legs, car accidents, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's what that hospital ship is set up to do. And then they wound up not using it for that purpose, so they started letting some COVID patients on the ship. I think they treated one or two. Mm-hmm. And then Cuomo's like, oh, we don't want your help anymore. So he what, let it help political, yeah. right? Yeah. Only what the, the only reason he did what he did was out of sheer politics. Now, what he did was he shoved sick people of the most. Look, Bravo and I both feel very strongly that the COVID-19 virus was nothing more than a strain of flu Mm -hmm. and flus kill people with comorbidities and that can be of have vulnerabilities to it. And the flu every year kills a great number of people that nobody really wants to talk about. 60,000, 80,000, depending on the year. I mean, exactly. Or more seen it. It, it, it happens and they pneumonias and uh, sepsis, all kinds of, you know, urinary tract infection complications, all kinds of stuff that can happen. You don't, you don't die from the flu. You die from the side effects and, and, and the and consequences of a flu. Yep. Okay. So that being said, COVID-19 is a very serious flu that some people can get. Okay. What he did was he took older people that are vulnerable. And he took sicker, older people, and he moved them into nursing homes. They're saying that Cuomo could very well be responsible for the death of over 13,000 elderly in the state of New York. Going back to this, Alpha, this is very important that we share this because I've, I've witnessed this myself. Um, Mark Levin brought this up. Back in uh, late uh, March, early April, uh, after the ship was there and everything else, and there was a nursing home administrator from New York City that was pleading with someone from the health department. Now, the Department of Health in New York State is ginormous. It's a very tall building. It's the tallest building in Albany. It is huge. It's got all kinds of uh, departments. But basically, in a nutshell, the when I when patient uh, or I would see a patient and you would need to send them back to their to the where they live and a lot of patients live in nursing homes or uh, uh, what they call adult living facilities or assisted living congregated people living in apartments eating lunch and dinner together and meals and playing bridge and it's a you know it's a very nice uh, gathering of people and they're they're enjoying their retirement and if I ever wanted to send a patient back, when we, when they've been treated, um, they would have to be basically 
you know, illness free. They would have to be ready to go back or, you know, be admitted to the hospital. That, that was a lot of the, a lot of the choices. You either admit them to the hospital, or send them back. And if I couldn't send them back because they were still sick, they don't want them back. They would get admitted to the hospital. Well, whatever reason, we talked about this a long time ago. When we first started the show back in September. Uh, for some reason, they, uh, Cuomo in the health department or someone in the health department, or I don't know how it worked, but said, nope, send them back to the nursing home. I don't care what their problem is, even if they have COVID. And if COVID is as contagious, which it was, and these people that were had multiple comorbidities, which they did, this was a, uh, a fuse waiting to go off. Now, the numbers supposedly were 8,000. I think it was more than that. Um, but Cuomo's been doing his darndest to keep the numbers you know, out of the press until, uh, in this article from the Epic Times, and uh, de Blasio you know, screaming for um, the, the full accounting because the DOJ is involved now. <laughs> so um, there you go. There is, well, there's, there's your reason. It's beyond that. It, it, it's beyond that. Okay. First of all, the DOJ is involved. They asked for the numbers and then everybody went, Oh shit. Mm. Delay, 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 stall, 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 lie, cover up. And his deputy or, or press secretary was on a phone call and so much as admitted it, that they were trying to cover it up. Mm. And her name is Melissa DeRosa. Mm -hmm. The governor's office froze when they heard the DOJ was becoming involved. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're now engaged in an active cover up. Okay, let's let's back up the train a little bit here. Okay, mm -hmm. so this ass jacket asks for respirators at the beginning of the deal from the president and the federal government. Gets on TV and wins an Emmy Award for a for a performance well done. Okay, uh, I need respirators. Uh, okay, fine. Here are your respirators. We didn't get any respirators. They found them hiding in a warehouse. They stuck them there and then yeah. didn't distribute them. Of course they didn't because, you know, they wanted to use it as a bludgeon to go after the president political. Mm. Okay. Uh, we don't have any help. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. We turned the Javits center, which is huge into an ICU that could accommodate 8,000 patients in and out real fast. We brought a hospital ship that can take 3000 patients, turned that into a gigantic emergency operation free of charge. No mm. problem. FEMA shows up. All these people show up and descend on the state of New York like an army to try to help this guy solve his problems. And he just, every opportunity that Cuomo had, he broke it off in, in Trump's ass. Mm. And he, he just lied. Yep. And he doesn't want to talk about the fact that, you know, he sent all these people back to these nursing homes that were sick. They were not cleared to enter back into these homes with vulnerable populations. He killed 10, uh, 13,000 people. Yep. Now let's see. Oh, by the way, just so you know, alone without family around him. That's right. Uh, it just, uh, I think, I think that that can constitutes psychological, uh, torture, but I'm just, I'm putting it out there. That's my opinion. 
Yeah, well, I absolutely agree with you. And and think of these families, you know, you know, grandpa, grandma, grandpa, they're in a they're in a nursing home, they're in an assisted living facility. And you can't go see them, you can't talk to them, you find out they're sick, and the next thing you know, they're dead, and you can't go anywhere. Oh, and the funeral horrible. Sorry, you can't have the funeral because you can't have more than five people in the same room. Right. Because of social distancing and Oh, and now you have to wear two masks. Yeah, okay. Why not Why not 10? Let's just put on 10 masks now. But anyhow, this guy, Cuomo, first of all, he's an ass. He's just, a, he's just an, he's an arrogant ass. He's He got elected because of his daddy, mm. who was also a very terrible governor. He was not a good governor of the state of New York, and he was governor for how many years? Eight years? Mm-hmm. He was terrible. The press has given this guy an absolute pass. His brother, Fredo, on CNN, now suddenly he doesn't want to talk about it. Ah, imagine ah, that. Imagine that. Exactly. So you've got a complicit press working with hardcore liberals to press a narrative, and it's all full circle what they've done. It's terrible. And I only hope that the Justice Department, if there is any justice, you know, that, you know, the liberals are going to start eating their own. OK, even the Democrat state legislators in the state of New York and Stefanik, who is a uh, Republican congresswoman from the North Country in New York, a federal congresswoman. Mm -hmm. They're calling for investigations of this guy. Mm -hmm. The Democrat state legislators. For whatever reason, either to cover their own asses, which mm -hmm. is totally possible, or for whatever reason, maybe they're going to do the right thing for once in their life. I lived in New York. I know a lot of people live in New York. I left New York 26, 20, 26 years ago, or 20, 22 years ago. Pardon me. Mm -hmm. I got news for you. There has never been a more corrupt place other than Maryland on the face of the earth. Baltimore must have taught New York how to do it. Mm. It's so, all corrupt. Whether or not, or the people are demanding it, um, I don't know about that, but we'll see. I mean, it's, um, you got, you got the DOJ coming down on them and this is, this isn't, this isn't president Trump's DOJ. This is, this is Biden's DOJ, right? It is Biden's DOJ now, and it must be Mr. Cuomo. Pissed someone off upstairs? He must have pissed somebody off. <laughs> he must have pissed somebody off. You know, look, everybody that lives in New York, I can only encourage you. If mm. you have the means and, and you can do it, pack your shit and go somewhere else. Mm. Get out. Because it is going to turn into... A total disaster. Yeah. Yep. Terrible. Terrible. Just so absolutely it terrible. It, it could be. Well, I don't know. This is pretty serious. I mean, it, I mean, now it's starting to get out there, and it's and um, it's there's arrests going on in other types of areas. Uh -huh. We'll see. I have to. We'll have to wait and see on this one. Yeah, we're going to have to wait and see on this one. I'm not too optimistic the Justice Department's going to do anything properly after the last, you know. <laughs> four years of, of bullshit mm -hmm. but look 
uh, you know, enough of this story. We're going to have to see how this develops. I, I think that Cuomo might finally have, uh, he's going to have his road to Damascus moment. I think, mm. uh, we can only hope, but we'll have nope. to, we'll have to see what happens. Right. Yep. Our yeah, last that- thing we'd like to talk about <clears throat> more, more hypocrisy, nonsense, and garbage, uh, <laughs> From this time, oh. Republicans, or what they think they're, they're they think they're Republicans. Um, we were talking about this before how the Lincoln Project's co-founder was thrown out on their tuchus because of yeah. uh, uh, misdealings. But you know this a little bit better than I do. Yeah, he was he was making unwanted sexual advances towards male staffers. Mm. Yeah, he's got a history of it. Um, really, really bad guy. Um, you know, Kellyanne Conway's husband was a big part of this Lincoln project. And, and that guy, I, Kellyanne Conway, she's, she's kind of awesome. I, I don't know how she can go home to that, that guy. Um, these people, these, these deranged lunatics at the Lincoln project. I have never, ever in my life seen anything like this before in, in my existence spending millions of dollars to go ahead and shoot at a Republican president with, with lies, just out and out lies and propaganda. They bought tens of millions of dollars worth of advertising time. And everybody's seen the Lincoln project commercials during the election cycle. Mm. These are Republicans people. These are Republicans and after watching Mitch McConnell, uh, one of the others, uh, I think they all were in this together to get rid of Trump because they were threatening their cabal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody stopped getting rich the minute that Donald Trump showed up. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. Uh, yep. Everybody would like to think and say otherwise, but he scared the crap out of a lot of people. And he kept them in check. And they didn't like it. He he upset the balance of power within the Beltway so greatly. You have no idea. Mm. It is hard to understand the depths at which this whole cabal goes. You know the the defense contractors to uh, you know the lobbyists to the special interest groups to the unions to everything. Trump came in like a wrecking ball. Because he couldn't be influenced or bought by these people. Because he didn't yeah. want money. He didn't want the control. He wanted what was best for we the people. That's right. He fought for, you know, he, everybody always thought that the Democratic Party was the party of the little guy. You know, we're the party of the little guy. All the Democrats do is use the little guy until you turn your back and then they break it off in your ass. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Republicans are the pro-business, pro-economy, pro-doing the right thing, pro-spending money where it needs to be spent and not spending money where it doesn't need to be spent. Stop wasting tax dollars. When did the script flip? When when did that flip? I don't think it ever flipped. I think Um, it was always like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just terrible. Uh, So Trump, Trump was the monkey wrench, and these people turned on him so fiercely and viciously and they're all a bunch of losers they're all turning on each other because in the end lies 
follow defeat to truth. That's correct. Aye. So um, actually, there was um, there was also a letter from the office of the past president. <laughs> Love that. Um, and I believe uh, the first lady has the uh, has an office of the of the former first lady. That was great too. Uh, <laughs> Um, but a letter came out and basically just lambasted and says, yep, I'm not guilty again. And now it's my turn. <laughs> basically he's coming. We'll see Pretty what much. Oh, he, he's a private citizen. Now you got to be really, really careful about what you say about him. Yeah. He'll come after, he can come after him. You right. Know, civilly. He can go after them. Right. Uh, he is a public figure. However, you know, uh, there, there are some limits there. So anyhow, there, there's one story. We don't have a graphic for it, but everybody remembers what happened in Minneapolis uh, over the summer. And I mentioned it in this podcast and previous podcast where there were between five and 550 and a thousand buildings burned to the ground and a police uh, precinct in, in a mostly peaceful, but fiery protest was, uh, you know, not only bombed, but taken over, you know, uh, uh, Benghazi style. Okay. Yeah. Uh, police officers were trapped on the top floor with the building burning and they had to go rescue them from the roof of an adjacent building. I mean, this was some, this was some serious shit. Yeah. This was no joke. Okay. What was going on in Minneapolis? I've got friends who were there. I've got friends that were police officers in the city of Minneapolis who have since all quit. They've Rightly all so. quit. Rightly so. Two, 200 resignations mm. on a police force that was about 850 active officers, street cops. Okay. Mm -hmm. They've got like 2,000 sworn. There's like 850 uh, sworn uh, that are, are beat cops or out in the field. Okay. Minneapolis is a huge city mm -hmm. it is a it was a beautiful city mm -hmm. you had arts districts you've been there bravo you you yes, were I there you went to visit you a long time ago loved it. that's right it's beautiful at a conference there too for for the profession i'm in very nice absolutely downtown is beautiful just well kept gorgeous was. safe street was was, was. many yeah. years ago Beautiful, just a very unique place to live. Really unique people. Just absolutely one of the gems of the United States. Okay. And then what happened happened. And then the city council and all the radical liberals, oh, we're going to get rid of the police. We need to think of new ways to do this and that and the other thing. And they went ahead. And now all of a sudden, they need $6.4 million. Because they are so short of police officers, they can no longer police the city. They have <sighs> lost the city of Minneapolis. Surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> surprise. What did anybody think was going to happen? Carjackings are up 400%. Homicides uh. are up 75%. Violent crime, like uh, assaults, up 600%. Sad. The streets of the city of Minneapolis, a once gorgeous, proud, safe, clean, productive city, gone. Mm. This is coming to a city near you. If you live in a Democrat-controlled area, pack your shit and go somewhere else. Aye. There's no stopping these people and their agenda. Nope. 
The only way you can stop it is to stop it in your own personal ecosystem and get your ass out of there. Mm. They're coming for the guns next. You know what, though? Mark my words. You know what they can do with that? They're going to have to circle back on that one. They ain't getting Oh, yeah. They're going to have to circle back on that one. You know, listen, everybody, you know, we're at an hour. We covered a lot of material tonight, and we really, really want to thank you for spending a couple hours a week with us, and we're really happy to be able to do a live show tonight. Tomorrow's a holiday, so we don't have to go to bed. You know, Lawrence Welk has been over for a little while. I've managed to stay awake a little bit tonight. Hey, um, Alpha, before you run off, there's a correction I just needed to make. Uh, We were talking about interest rates in the 80s last time. Um, and, uh, got a, got a, a correction from someone. Uh, it wasn't, uh, 18% interest for a mortgage. Uh, you got 18% on your CD, which I thought was, you know, your passport savings got 18%, which is not bad. Um, but not you had, that's kind of awesome. Can we turn back the hands of time? <laughs> but Jeez. 11%, 11% was the mortgage going rate at that time. So thank you. Tip, hat tip to the person that, uh, helped me fix that little uh, oops on my part. So accuracy counts here on the signal 50 podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, listen, you know, everybody, again, thanks a lot for joining us. We really appreciate it. You know, tomorrow's president's day. Um, it's a federal holiday. Federal offices are generally speaking closed. The East coast is kind of, uh, <laughs> thanks Drew. Thanks Drew Bradley. Um, you know, a lot of federal offices are closed. Take it easy. You know what? Uh, this is one of those days. If you can take the day off, if you're off, kick back, relax, you know, have a, have an adult beverage and just, just chill out. The East coast is in, we're in for some rough weather coming for the next couple of weeks. I think we're going to get storm after storm after storm here, which is just not a whole lot of fun, but you know, it is what it is. And we'd like to give a shout out to our affiliate speakfreely.site, speakfreely.site. And Mark's Guns LLC. Mark's Guns LLC.com. Go give those two a visit. And our first and our steadfast affiliate, Patriot Ordnance Factory, POF USA, POF USA.com. Makers of the finest AR 15 rifles anywhere in the world. Right in Chandler, Arizona, made by Patriots for Patriots. Go ahead, give them a look. Go to their website, check them out. Uh, they make some really great stuff and anything from 22 long rifle all the way up to six and a half Creed more. And I think they've got plans for some other stuff going uh, farther and farther beyond that an AR-15 style rifle. So anyhow, that being said, make sure to visit us on Signal50.com and check us out. You can catch all of our media there and some of our offline commentary. We post it there and all of our podcast outlets are listed there uh, with hot links. So you can get to it. We're still waiting for parlor to come back up. We're waiting. We're not giving up on them, but uh, it's tough. Telegram is our new way of uh, getting stuff out there. Uh, Alpha's uh, running the show on that one. I believe the telegram has uh, a chat function, but I'm not sure how it works quite yet, but, it's a it's a great outlet and uh, lots of people to follow there. Uh, Want to make sure that we give a huge shout out to our police, our firefighters, our EMS personnel, first line medical workers, and of course the military. Uh, without you, uh, we would not be uh, in the safe and secure environment that at least my family enjoys, and I know Alpha's does also. So, that being said, everybody, thanks for joining us tonight. Really appreciate it again. 
Uh, make sure to drop us a, a line at info at signal50.com, info at signal50.com with any information you have, any articles you want to share. Hit us on our Telegram official, Signal, Fishy, Signal 50 Podcast official uh, or Signal 50 Podcast chat. Go ahead and hit us there, and you can communicate with us there as well. And uh, make sure to catch us on Rumble. I put the Rumble link up in the Signal 50 podcast official. So please, please be safe, be kind to one another, have a great week, stay warm, cue the music. And we're going to circle back on Wednesday. So good night, everyone. And here I'm cueing the music. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.